May this be in the name of Jesus Christ. The letter to the Ephesians reminds us that we are members of one another. Usually, Paul gives his readers a long list of attributes to share in their community. And that list does come later in today's reading. But first, Paul begins with, Be angry. Be angry. Be angry, but do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger. I have a friend who, like the rest of us, has been following the recommendations of the CDC since a year ago last March. She quarantined, and when she did venture out, she masked, she kept socially distanced, and she got vaccinated. And she was rewarded for her good efforts with the lifting of restrictions and optimism for the future. Until now. We are putting our masks back on. We are socially distancing, and we have stopped shaking hands and hugging. And she and I are angry. Be angry, Paul writes, but do not let the sun go down on your anger. I wonder if the Ephesians were having some sort of pandemic. Paul gives the people permission to be angry. And then he instructs them to put away anger and be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving, and to live in love. That is what we are to do, these positive attributes, because we are members of one another. I really like Paul's command to thieves. They must give up stealing. That is one of the Ten Commandments, after all. I'm sure the thieves knew they weren't supposed to be stealing. But Paul brings me up short, and perhaps the thieves too, with the rest of his command to them. They are to work honestly with their hands so as to have something to share with the needy. It isn't enough to stop stealing from others. You are to share with others. There are many people out in the world in need of our gifts and talents, our compassion, and our understanding. In the Book of Common Prayer, in the preface to the ordination rites, there is an explanation of the characteristics of the three distinct orders of ordained ministers of Christ's Holy Catholic Church bishops, priests, and deacons. Bishops are to lead, supervise, and unite the church. Priests, together with bishops, are, among other things, to carry out pastoral work, to preach the word of God, and administer the holy sacraments. Deacons are to assist bishops and priests in all of this work. The preface continues, however. It is also a special responsibility of deacons to minister in Christ's name to the poor, the sick, the suffering, and the helpless. And in the examination of one to be ordained a deacon, there is again 
special instruction. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are to serve all people, particularly the poor, the weak, the sick, and the lonely. All of us baptized have made a covenant with God to seek and serve Christ in all persons, loving our neighbors as ourselves. Prayers for every baptismal candidate ask God to send the person into the world in witness to God's love. Even though there are no special instructions to witness in the name of Christ, I believe it is certainly implied for you and for me. Carrying on work in someone's name, especially in the name of Jesus, is a powerful and awesome responsibility. My great-grandfather had the Rexall drugstore in the little town of Center, Texas. And on the facade of the two-story building was his name, John C. Rogers. Eventually, he retired. And the John C. Rogers drugstore was run by two of his sons and his son-in-law, the pharmacist, the store manager, and the bookkeeper. But then the next generation and the next generation didn't want to work at the drugstore, and so it was sold outside the family. There was a stipulation that the name of John C. Rogers could only stay on the building if the drugstore was true to the values of the man. Eventually, the new owners decided to sell tobacco and liquor and questionable magazines, and the name came off the building. This story reminds us that we are to carry on ministry in the name of Jesus Christ, in the fullness of Jesus, staying true to his teachings, or we lose the privilege of serving in his name. There is an imagery that we deacons are shown. It is the deacon standing on the bridge between the church and the world, bringing the needs of the world to the church and bringing the love of God to the world. I invite you to step onto that bridge with me, but beware. This bridge is not secured into the earth with reinforced piles. It is more like a portable pontoon bridge, built to take you out, but with the flexibility to change course. I invite you to listen for God's voice, to hear God's call to you to the special ministry of the diaconate. It requires flexibility and a special responsibility to serve in the name of Jesus Christ. You are most welcome to speak with me privately as you discern your call. When we serve in the name of Jesus, we are not left alone. We are given what we need to sustain us in ministry. Like Elijah in the wilderness, who was overwhelmed enough to ask that he might die, God's messenger said to him, Get up and eat. 
otherwise the journey will be too much for you. Jesus is our nourishment, our bread for the journey. Jesus said, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. Taste and see, the psalmist writes. Taste and see, and you will see. With Jesus as your companion in the world, you have what you need for today and the coming days, and you have the strength for the journey. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen.